Hello and welcome to Two Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking comic books, TV, movie, video games, action figures, and so much more. That's right, you heard me right, folks. I said Two Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We are missing Lawrence St. Victor. But we still got Jack Walker Pearson, Christopher St. Victor, and Richard Wilson. Gentlemen, how was your week? What have you been up to? I've been really, really, really good. I've been in Mexico. I've read more comics than I've read in years. I read the volume two of the, the Department of Truth. I read Something's Killing the Children, volume one and volume two. I read Kick-Ass, The New Girl, volume one and volume two. Go-Go Power Rangers, volume one. So I ripped through a bunch of my backlog. So I feel like I've done my nerd my nerd due diligence this week. Did you get a chance to check out the Batman uh, 125? Tried. They didn't have it. Uh, I tried to buy it right before I left to read it. They didn't have it. I ended up buying the Batman annual, which I did not even open. Nice. Well, you got something to look forward to this week. Rich? No, listen. All I was doing was uh, playing. I got I got the chance to play a little bit of games. Um, Anvil has a new season out. was rocking through that a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, they got a new character and a few, couple other things. And uh, Fallout 76, which I'm still trying to make my way to level uh, 100, which seems to be a grind. Or maybe because I'm just not playing as much as I, I should be. Um, The Old Man on Hulu is uh, pretty pretty all right. He's like an ex-CIA agent who's uh, pretty much just trying to live his life. And for whatever reason, they're trying to bring him back in. But he's fighting back. Who's, what's that? What's the, the actor's name? Big Lebowski? Jeff Bridges? Yeah, Big Lebowski. Yes, Jeff Bridges. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. That's it looked him. great. He, yeah. he looks so good. I mean, it even looked... the scenes where there's no action just look great. Yeah, and the scenes with the action, man, he seems to be keeping up. I'm not going to hold you. It was on Hulu, you said? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Hulu's been kind of killing it lately. I'm not they're trying to play the catch-up. Take, yeah. uh, take that market share. Yeah, you know yeah, who yeah. else is killing it is uh, Apple TV has just been killing their content recently. I've not been. I don't have Apple TV. I think I'm, I think I might get rid of Paramount because I don't even look at that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I might jump on Apple TV for that free trial. Yeah, so many options. Yeah, so many. But uh, and yeah, I finished um the man who fell to Earth, and uh, yeah, I can't wait for that season two. I hope it's a season two. It should be a season two. There better be a season two. But that was pretty. That was pretty dope stuff. And uh, you know, also uh, running through season two of uh, the Rising Shield, the Rising Shield hero, and it's interesting. It's good, but it's interesting what's happening. But nice. yes, that's it. That's my week. Me, I finished volume four of Something's Killing the Children. This stuff is great content. I, I really gotta thank my buddy Wesley at the shop I work at who lets me borrow his comics and I let him borrow mine. He uh, he let me borrow his volumes and they're phenomenal. The other thing I read this week was a throwback, the uh, Jim Lee X-Men series from the 90s. I think it's called X-Men Mutant Genesis. Best X-Men like designs of 90s pouchiness and just brockness you can't go wrong i get so i don't know if it's the nostalgia but when i see even like cyclops in the blue and yellow to me that's what x-men looks like it's jim lee 90s drawing x-men is x-men to me and it's just a great story so the images are phenomenal obviously it's jim lee and the story was really great it's better than i remembered it so that was kind of my week a short week other than that, I rode my bike a lot. Yes, calves of steel, Chris. <laughs> calves of steel. Yep. You know, yep. Just, calories are just jumping off my body lately. There you go. There you go. Yeah, listen. Let me ask y'all a question real quick. Did I ever tell you about the time the Joker was laughing in a Hawaiian library? No. Hmm. Batman had to come in and tell him to keep it to aloha. Bigger guns for bitch. <laughs> Aloha. Keep it to Rich, Aloha. Rich, your first set of finger guns have there been earned. Put uh-huh. them in your holsters, brother. That's uh-huh. it. <laughs> wow. Well, there might not even be anything to redeem, but on that note, we'll still go down the street, take a left at the stop line, run through all the other red lights, and we'll find ourselves at the collector's corner. It's show and tell time. Here at the Collector's Corner, we are taking something out of our comic book case, our video game vault, our toy trunks, 
see if I can get any more alliteration in there. <laughs> <laughs> it can be yeah. worth millions of dollars of just sentimental. Gentlemen, what do you got this week? Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Go ahead. Check it out. I had to had to pick this up because I already picked up uh, one figure, and I think I'm going to just bite the bullet and get them all. I got the Theolog, if I'm oh. saying dude's name right, yeah. from Gargoyles. Yes. Yeah, I had to pick him up. I saw him in, in, in a local shop, and I'm like, yeah, is it? Uh, this is my man. He's kind of like the evil variant. Yeah, the evil variant of uh, of a Goliath. It comes yeah. with like a, a blast, a big like the sonic blast or something right there, whatever that. Right there. I feel like Gargoyles needs a a a, a new series. That series had so much potential. It was it's so dope. dope. That was another thing. I'm looking. I'm running through that right now. I literally just had that on like a few minutes ago. But, it's so uh, good. Yeah, I can't wait to unbox these things and and, and set them up because they are first of all they're going to be huge with the wings. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, my man comes with a little laser gun, too. What's he need a laser gun for? I don't know. I don't know. You know, gargoyles are always packing. That looks like a suppressor gun. Did they 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 have laser guns in gargoyles? Yes, they did. They're very high-tech in in gargoyles. Yeah, you're right. It's a laser gun, then. But, uh, yeah, that's that's, that's, uh, that's my man. If I said his name right, yeah, Theolog? Yeah, that's sick, man. Boom. Sick. Sick toy to add to the collection. Chris, what do you got, man? So, I joined the club. And I hit the Superpower series. I got the Superpowers Superman, Superpowers Green Lantern. Nice. Superpowers Batman. Oh, he just got them all, ladies and gentlemen. And then the Superpowers Batwing. Yeah. You know what I'm finding? So I, I follow a group on Facebook, the Kenner Superpowers. It's, it's just a group. These are all going on clearance now in Walmart. Really? Have you guys seen it? Yeah. They just came out. I see a bunch of people posted them on clearance. They're showing the Green Lantern for like uh, like five bucks. No one wanted these retro toys. Crazy. Well, so you, we talked about, so we talked about uh, two weeks ago when I was going to talk about the Ice Band that right. Marvel tried to do it with like the the, 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 the Secret Wars type figures mm-hmm. and they just bombed terribly. And then, in fact, you see in the video that I made with my son at Walmart, he had picked it up. We actually bought it, but I don't know. I don't know if these figures are going to go, go, go down the same line. Well, what? Were they were like 10 bucks when they first dropped? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. Unless you're a fan like us, th- those retro toys are made for 80s and 90s kids you know yeah and they look retroactively appropriate but if you're a new kid you could spend you could have your parents spend five bucks extra and get you the maximum articulation it's true yeah. these are pretty playable though i haven't cracked them up yet but uh we'll see i don't i don't think i'll do a video on these because i think uh Lawrence said one already but we'll see what happens oh maybe hey, man you can have uh, like like dueling banjo videos <laughs> yeah right my show and tell item this week is Action Comics number 1000. This is a graded comic. See if I can bend it so you can kind of see the cover a little better. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that next right above Superman, Jack? Yeah, right there. It's called whoa. a signature, my friend. This is a graded comic. It's CBCS. There are only three real comic book grading places, CGC, CBCS, and PNX. PNX is usually considered the lesser, where CGC is kind of like the top-tier grading. They're the most reputable. Although there were some controversy this last week about some CGC stuff because of this Miles Morales comic, which was like the Wild West on eBay. Do you guys see any of that this miles morales variant cover was up to about fifteen thousand dollars and things only worth about 80 bucks and it was really just a bunch of people over inflating the bids but it was making some headlines for a few days uh, last week. Anyways. Oh, so there weren't no solid sales on it. It was just, people just. Bitched. I don't think, but, but what did happen is everyone else who had that variant cover, they were able to sell it for like, you know, 500 bucks or something, 600 oh, bucks. Because <laughs> this other one was selling for like 15. So there was this huge frenzy. I don't think the 15,000 one ever sold, but anywhere between 500 and 1,000, people were just kind of scooping it up. So it was okay. actually was good for some people, but it was just a crazy inflated price. Right. Anyways, not to get too far off topic. Um, so this is uh, Action Comics number 1000. It came out in 2018. This is the 
Francis Matina variant cover, and it's Francis Matina's uh, signature on the top. And it is just a sick-looking Superman cover, cape flying in the wind. He's crashed down on this, like, robot-looking... He's just, like, demolished its head. Um, I'll, I'll take some proper pictures for the gram, but I don't know. I saw this thing, and I just couldn't not have it so all right well listen the people want to know how much is it oh i uh i'd be lying if i i really should have i really should have looked at that before these could be casually like twenty thousand dollars yeah right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, maybe on ebay ladies and gentlemen uh twenty thousand dollars uh but no i think it's honestly it's probably only worth maybe 120 or something like that um but the signature does make it a little more you know those are always a, a variable that's fun if it was cgc you could probably sell it for a little more just because of the reputability of the grading company but right all right this is, this is a nice one nice nice oh this, this well uh i think it's time to move down to rich's anime alley and see how rich the content's been this week listen i've just been watching uh shield hero 2 so season 2 um but we're gonna talk about is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon Mm-hmm. And um, think the answer no, is Rich. no. No, it's not wrong at all. Well, this is an older anime, isn't it? It's, oh, yes, wait, it's an wait, older wait, wait, anime. Wait, that's an anime. You were you were just asking if it's wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon. Oh yeah, no, no, I wasn't asking. Oh, oh. I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe it's wrong. I mean, I don't know. I answer a little too quick there, but I mean, it depends on the dungeon situation. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're there for we're all there for a reason. Yeah, I think it might be wrong if they're in the middle of fighting something, but I feel like there's some downtime. You know, why not? But uh, yeah, this is um about a young hero who's starting out, starting his own uh guild. That's not the appropriate name for it, but I'm just going to say guild for right now. Um, they have each guild has a a uh, a god or a goddess and they empower them to go out and to fight and they tr- the the goal is to try to be the biggest guild out there um the guy you know he has like most protagonist they got the he has like a heart of gold if you will befriends people brings them into the guild brings them into the fold he's not the best guild out there right now or as right at the beginning of everything he's just one he's one adventurer in the whole guild um and the guy just kind of wants it like that because she's kind of obsessed with him you know a little love affair but that he's not aware of so you know he sees a girl she's kind of high level adventurer in a high level guild and he kind of falls in love with her but um what happens is she kills a minotaur and just slathers him with blood. So, yeah. So for, for if, those of who don't know, will you explain to us what a minotaur is? A minotaur is a half human, half a uh, bull. Yeah. Yeah. It stands up on his hind legs, uh, has a bull head and bullish body at times. Sometimes the hooves has arms like a regular person and they go around mazes. And, and this one is also in a dungeon. But uh, yeah, so that was that. So he, he, he proclaims that he will be the the best adventurer the strongest adventurer so he never has to be saved again like that and also so he can compete for this girl's uh love or attention because she really doesn't even notice him in his eyes so yeah the story goes from there the 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 the, the, the guild builds up you know they get a few uh following uh followers adventurers um for the most part most of them are women so you know you got the little harem situation going on here but uh listen i'm for uh those of who don't know will you explain to us what a harem is a harem Harem is <laughs> when one man has many women that uh, that um that follow him. Let's just say it like that. That, that follow him. It's a tough life to live. Yeah. So yeah, I'm on season. I'm on season three, episode ten of it right now. Uh, it's it's dope stuff, and I'm gonna say yeah, I'm gonna give it. If we're gonna put a number to it, I'm gonna give it a nice little. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. That's pretty rich. Seven. I'm gonna give it, I'm give it a seven. I'm definitely enjoying it right now. Dude is getting strong. He's getting up there. You know, everyone in the adventure game they know how it is. That's it. Get strong. Get the girls. Get your harem. Well, Rich, thanks for that departure into Anime Alley. I think it's time for some news. That's right. It's time for the news. It's kind of odd saying the title and doing the catch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's gonna be a brief news segment today. Uh, first bit of news. Top Gun Maverick has officially surpassed Avengers Infinity War at the box office. That's right. Top 
Gun Maverick is the top gun right now, ladies and gentlemen. Color me not surprised. Color me not surprised. And that's during a pandemic season. Rich, have you seen it yet? I have not seen it. I've seen, I saw, I saw a scene where there was a dog fight or whatever, or they were going on a mission and it, and it kind of sparked a little bit of interest, but then I was like, nah. Yeah. Listen, the movie's good. The, the movie's good. It's super enjoyable. If you've seen the original, there's tons of nostalgia, which in my opinion, there's too much nostalgia in the film. And if you haven't seen the original, then it's just a fun film. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, maybe. he's not going to check it out until no, it's probably no, just on not. streaming. <laughs> but what's funny about it is they wanted that movie to be on streaming, and it was Tom Cruise who fought for it. He said, no, this is a blockbuster film. Let's wait until we can put it back in the theaters, and we'll just hold the film until we can. And they went with them, and boy, has it paid off. So Top Gun Maverick, if you haven't seen it, catch it when it's streaming. Second bit of news, David Tennant's return to Doctor Who may feature him with a Scottish accent. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. David Tennant's native tongue is Scottish, and they're thinking about letting him just have it. No, we're not going to understand a damn word he says. <laughs> hey, hey, watch his head, huh? Hey, Dr. Hey. <laughs> nah. right. And we just lost all our Scottish followers. Sorry, Scotland. Third bit of news, it looks like the She-Hulk is going to team up with the Daredevil in the series at some point. Are they fighting a case or what's happening? Well, I, I would assume they're going to have to overcome something. Rich, if it's that, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Actually, that's probably how they're going to meet, though, right? They're I'm probably going to It's going to be the two lawyers. Yeah, it's okay if they meet like that, but if we get all this run up to them just be just to solve a case together and that's it, and then we see like a, a fraction of him as Daredevil, I will never watch the show again. Mark my words. I'm saying it right now. I don't care if we do an episode on this, I will sit out the episode because I'll be so pissed off. Well, not have to a get... high profile corporate case. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you never see the Daredevil in costume, that would be pretty tragic. But given the nature, and no spoilers here, but given the nature of how the first episode went, it seems like the content is pretty aware of what they seem to think the audience wants. So uh, I'll bet we get a lot of actual Daredevil. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be Netflix Daredevil Daredevil, but it'll be some guy in a costume who's throwing stuff at people and he's probably blind. It'll be that Daredevil. <laughs> Sounds like a walk down Times Square. Right. Fourth yeah. bit of news. Magic the Gathering is celebrating its 30th year and their way of celebrating the 30th year is they're going retro. They're bringing all the classic looks back to the cards. Oh, all right. You guys ever play Magic the Gathering? I have not. Oh, Chris oh. clearly has. Oh, not only Magic cards, my black yeah. and blue deck. He just had that sitting on his desk, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, ready to go. Yeah. He's yeah. probably just dying for someone who knows how to play the game to walk into his office so he can play the game for a little bit. Tapping that matter, baby. I, I mean, I can't be mad at him. I used to be in the Dungeons and Dragons, but no one ever knew. I played by myself. <laughs> right. Not magic's and magic's a fun one. I used to work this job in New York called uh, Fuerza Bruta. It was a uh, theatrical. Oh, I saw that. You saw Fuerza? Yeah, with the girls on the ceiling in the water, dancing in the water and stuff. Yeah, there's like a 30-foot pool that descends above the mosh pit, and you got half-naked ladies swimming around it. And dudes, too, depending on the day you went. Uh, no judgment in either capacity. And so we'd play uh, we'd play Magic every now and again before the show was always a good time. Anyways, happy 30th, Magic. Happy 30th, Magic. Happy 30th. Fifth bit of news, Netflix's Sandman, which is just killing its content. For those of you who enjoyed the Sandman series, you might be excited to hear that Netflix has released a secret 11th bonus episode. Oh, shoot. Right. Nice. The episode is titled The Dream of a Thousand Cats. And apparently what happened was when... Sandman was looking for a home for their content, knowing that it was a name, uh, Neil Gaiman uh, comic and that people were going to want to scoop it up. They went to a bunch of platforms and they kept mentioning this bonus episode they wanted to drop, the 11th secret episode. And it was Netflix 
that when they propose an 11th episode that dropped after the series, Netflix, without batting an eye, said, sounds like a great idea. And so, thus, Sandman landed at Netflix. That's not the only reason, but they did go on record saying it was a big reason. That's pretty dope. So, the 11th episode. I'm Matter of fact, I'm going to watch it as soon as we get off of here. So, we're going to try to wrap this episode up in the next five minutes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> last bit of news. <laughs> the last bit of news is Barry Allen has admitted that he's probably a terrible husband oh okay yeah okay last bit of news might be a bummer but in the aquaman flash comic that's playing out right now uh barry allen realized he might be a bit of an ass and a bad husband and he says so to aquaman after surviving a crisis he goes to aquaman he goes you know arthur curry i i think i might be a bad husband and you know what Mm -hmm. he probably is (laughs) Probably, I mean, probably most superheroes are bad spouses. I mean, what made him a bad spouse? Because they weren't they weren't able to give that that quality time. Like, what makes him a bad spouse? I don't know. I would assume it's probably got something to do with his tension span. It's probably very short. I don't know. Don't My guess, if I'm being honest, I would assume being a superhero requires a lot of a person. Of course, he's not there for his son. Well, in this comic particularly, they're dealing with an entity who is tracing across the cosmos, consuming the speed force. And so they're literally trying to save planet Earth from utter destruction. And I assume that, you know, someone like Superman, Batman, Flash, all these guys, they're constantly saving the world. So they're probably constantly not at home. When they are at home, they're probably not really at home. So sure, he's a great guy, just a bad husband. Sounds like life. Yep. Can't have it all, can you guys? That was the last bit of news. <laughs> hey. Hey. Stop what? laughing. Oh, okay. okay. Enough smiling. All right, all right. It's time for a debate. Oh. Yeah, you heard me right. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The debate question. Today, and this is uh, from Lawrence, so he's in the room with us in spirit, I guess. Awkward? Anyways. Let's get ready to run. If you had to live inside a video game world for a year, what video game would you choose to exist in? All right. So now if... If I'm in these video games, do I get do I do I live by the same um uh nature and power levels as them? Like do I get their powers? Can I can I achieve their power levels? Right? See, that and was if, my question too, right? Yeah. Let's say for argument's sake, yes. Because that that's a that's a huge part. And the, my my question too is if you die, can you come back? Because that's a huge part. Yeah. yeah, of course. So let's do this. For the sake of Faraday in the video game, not really knowing Lawrence, mm-hmm. let's answer both. One, yes, you can have the powers of whichever character, avatar type things that may or may not be in the video game, yes. Or, and, or, no, you don't. You're like the non-playable character type of person. Which video game would you want? So we'll answer both. Wait, I have one more question. If you're not in an open world game, are you limited to the... Are we assuming every video game is open world? And an- another question to add to that, is there a leveling system? If you're in a video game like World of Warcraft, then yes, of course, you're probably, you're either an avatar or you're a non-playable character. If you're one of the ones you create, then yes, you could level up, I would think. You go on the quest and stuff for the year. And as far as dying, you do die, but you'd have to respawn. I mean, and does it hurt when you die? Yes, absolutely. It's terrible. All right. So then you, okay. All right. I'm going to shut down this. De- let me just shut down this debate. Everyone, you know, all you nerds are saying, I want to live in world of Warcraft. Be, I'd be constantly be worried about orcs and crap trying to kill me. Or I want to live in Grand Theft Auto, having someone try to kill me. I'm going to tell you what, I'm just going to live in Leisure Shoot Larry. Yeah, I knew he was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Go around chasing girls, and that's it for a year. You can't go wrong. It's the best video game to be in. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. All right. No downside. There is no downside to that. Nope. I'm remembering playing. Yeah, there is no downside to that. (laughs) Zero downside. Chris's genius comes through once again in the base. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go next. I'll go next. Um, now that I have the parameters set, I'm gonna go with the Fallout series, and I'll probably go with. Um, I liked Fallout Four a little bit better than 
than Vegas. Yeah. So I'm going to go out like a Fallout 4, like a little post-apocalyptic, you know. I'm just going to sit there and just smash on the lower levels, just build my level up until the point where things come and fight me or hit me, and it's just a tickle, a mere tickle, you know what I'm saying? Build my base up, build out my colony. Don't mess with too many colonies because that's just annoying because they're constantly in your ear saying, we need help. <laughs> right? <sighs> get my power suits up, you know, get my inventory up. And maybe try to find a way around being over encumbered because that's wildly annoying. And that's it. Yo, Fallout 4. For a year, I'll be running the wastelands. What do you want? You are going to get got a few times. I ain't getting got. I'm, I'm, I'm smashing on the lower levels and I'm just leveling up, drinking my new Coca-Cola. What do you want? No, all right. I'm happy for you. You know, when I first thought about this question, I th I thought kind of like uh, Chris did. I was like, well, probably I'd do that Playboy Mansion game, right? Just be chill for a year. Mm. There's no, no real downside. And then I was like, but there's no real up upside either like if i was going to be in yeah i know i know but, but then i started thinking if i was a non-playable character i'd choose some game like that where there's low level consequences and uh, who wants to be free guy without being free right. you know what i mean right. All right. but if i can have the avatar and be one of the characters i'd probably choose something like dc online where i can at least be superman for a year you know it's not the best online game but it's it's, it's it's not but it's the but it's the idea of the content i would love to be in an open world thing with Right. Yeah. So if I could be Superman and fly around and have that kind of position for a year, I don't think I'd get tired of it. You're just constantly fighting non-stop. Yeah, you're constantly, yeah, you are constantly fighting a lot. A yeah, lot. that's true. I mean, GTA probably has the most variation and you can get all your ids out. You get all your ids out in a year. Steal a car, go yeah, to the but, club. But then you get killed left and right. Oh, you definitely nah, get it. Depends on what you yo listen, you jump into a, a private server. No, nah, you're not getting killed all the time. Like sometimes I'll do that. If I just want to move cars around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to do a little gambling. I don't want to deal with people. <laughs> you know, I just go on my own little private server and, and and just rock out for a little bit. You know, but then when I have to do missions that actually I need to progress, then yeah, then I have to go into the public server. I just go to where I need to go. I don't mess around in the streets. I'm not like these 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 little kids out here just throwing rocket launchers at everything. But the thing about GTA is if you feel the death, you'd be dying all the time. Oh, and would you want to? Would you want to experience time. that? Yeah, you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna take this car and go for a joyride, jump over that. Br oh, that was a terrible idea. Y you yeah. know what I mean? So there's consequences. So any, uh, 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 so in conclusion, I would go with something like DC Online, where I could fly around like Superman for a year. I'd be happy with that. Mm -hmm. And since okay. I'm uh, hosting right now, the winner of the debate goes to. Me. Yeah, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Wow. Wow. Uh, and I think it's time for the main event, which means, what does he call it? Uh, Something about a topic? The reason why we're here? So let's get to the reason why we're here. <laughs> it's time for the main event. Today, we are talking She-Hulk, the Disney Plus series that just dropped. We're talking episode one. So here is our non-spoiler take on episode one. I thought it was fun. I mean, I thought it was fun. It was a little, you know, breaking the fourth wall a little bit, talking to us, and we got, we got, we jumped right into the action. So spoiler free, we jumped right into the action, and we didn't have a long lead up, which is always cool for me. And uh, it's a good time. Fun for the whole family. Everybody loved it. I'm just curious to see where it goes from here. Fun for the whole family. Rich? Uh, overall, yeah, if I get my little biases out of the way, yeah, I guess it's fun for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Bias, yeah. huh? Yeah, that's all I'll say. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, I'll say that. Fun for the whole family. Probably ultimately inconsequential um, as far as the overall arcing Marvel MCU is concerned, um, which seems to be the case with most of the content at this point. I'd say the story is probably going to end up being clearer than something like Doctor Strange, but maybe not as enjoyable ultimately. Phase four has no direction anyway, so it doesn't matter. There's no big bad. There's nothing build up. We don't know what's going on in phase four anyway. So you're probably right. It probably will be, you know, it probably will have make no difference. She'll have some minor like story arc that's going to be kind of like the Defenders had that's not going to affect anything. And 
But I'm a I'm a huge fan of Tatiana, so I support anything she's in. I'm excited for the content ultimately. I guess that's my non-spoiler review. Fun for the whole family. I agree with that. Alright, so let's spoil the hell out of this, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's time, time for the, for the main, main event. event. We're diving into the she. Hulk. She-Hulk starts out with Tatiana as a lawyer in her lawyer outfit in the lawyer office with her lawyer friend getting ready for her lawyer case. She turns to the camera and goes, you guys probably don't want to see a bunch of lawyer stuff, huh? The audience, for the most part, shake their head in acknowledgement that she's correct. And she jumps to the backstory of how she became a Hulk. Cut to uh, She-Hulk, Tatiana. She's got a character name, which is... Jennifer. Jennifer Walters. Jennifer. She's cousin to Bruce Banner. Different last names, ladies and gentlemen. But they're in a car and they're driving on some nondescript road in the middle of some tree-lined embankment when a spaceship lands in front of them bruce banner goes yeah oh he's also bruce banner now not the hulk because he made some kind of arm device that makes him the hulk and it's slowly healing his busted hand from wait 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 yeah if he's the hulk why does he heal faster as bruce banner versus healing as the hulk good point let's put a pin in that and we'll come back to that i got a lot of questions about this content ladies and gentlemen a lot of questions so tatiana driving the car swerves off the road to avoid hitting the spaceship they go crashing bruce banner uh, gets cut because he's not the hulk but he's not turning into the hulk because he's got an arm device that's prohibiting that but his arm device is broken so he's starting to turn into the hulk oh also tatiana got cut and so when bruce's blood falls onto her arm she instantly starts hulking out in a rage ladies and gentlemen she's a wild wolf in the forest knocking over trees bruce banner who's also now not bruce banner anymore he's the hulk doesn't go in search of her he slowly comes through i don't really know what happened to him we just kind of follow her but we don't really follow her either because we're phasing in and out of black consciousness anyways she wakes up next to a bar decides to go into the bar bunch of ladies accost her in the bathroom hey are you okay you're covered in dirt whatever man did this to you She's clearly beat up and like clearly beat up and torn up. They're like, hey, let's put makeup on you to help let's you. Give because... her a makeover. <laughs> let's give you a makeover. Let's give you a makeover. Not like find out who may have murdered you. Uh, and so they do. They give her a makeover. She asks if she can borrow a phone. They all offer a phone. She calls her cousin Bruce, says, hey, Bruce, I'm at a bar. You got to come pick me up. While she's waiting for Bruce to pick her up, a bunch of dudes start harassing her outside, catcalling and stuff. And she hulks out on him. I think she hits one of them probably concussing him at least if not killing him she physically and assaults them with yeah. one guy, swipe though i mean that's fair the shot and she she murders him yeah they had it coming though i mean I honestly like, they had it coming. I'm sorry. i mean <laughs> i'm sorry Jack. are you are, are you saying that if you try to shoot your shot you deserve to be murdered take the hint what is, is what i'm saying <laughs> you know read the room so to speak read the room you, you know if it's flying or not <laughs> Anyways, she hawks out again and she's out at which point I think Bruce shows up as the Hulk and knocks her out and then she wakes up in a bed in the middle of who knows how they got to wherever they are but they are in Mexico in Mexico on the beach in Mexico they go from wherever they are to Mexico. However they got there, exactly. So she wakes up in Bruce's hideaway on the beach, right? With an underground layer where he's able to hold his research. He decides, hey, listen, got to break the bad news to you. You're now a Hulk and we got to figure out how... Uh, we can help you control your transformations. In which case, he puts her in a small cell with about 20 saw blades that go after her face which is a really odd thing for him to have in the first place and how he came up with that idea i have no idea i'm gonna have a wall which would <laughs> i'm gonna have a wall that's on a pendulum that pushes forward and has retractable saw blades that come after you <laughs> anyways he's got it ladies and gentlemen and he puts his cousin in the chamber and she of course hulks out and rips the door off and then hulk is trying to talk her down and she's like why are you talking to me like i'm some sort of animal and he's like oh my god are you conscious and she's like yes and so instantly her version of the hulk is uh 
And Hulk is going by Smart Hulk. Literally, that's his name in this. Smart Hulk, not Hulk. And not Bruce. He's Smart Hulk. And anyways, long story short, we'll cut to the gist. He's got a game plan rule book of how to control being the Hulk and understand it. She doesn't need it because she's just superior. And literally, ladies and gentlemen, she has spent her entire life trying to control her emotions around uh, people who people who are maybe misogynistic or, um, you know, they just don't treat women very well. And so a woman in society is put in a position where she's forced to kind of learn things that a man just has the privilege of not having to deal with so bruce had a way harder time understanding his rage and emotions than tatiana's character did so she's instantly able to be conscious smart she hulk so to make a long story short or at least shorter she hulk decides to get off the island there's a gratuitous fight scene between her and hulk which ultimately lens ends with her leaving she goes back to her lawyer job which she's been trying to get to the entire episode they're in the courtroom she's about to give her closing remarks when the wall next to her explodes open and a fight ensues tatiana's character hides behind a desk her best friend says uh excuse me don't you think now's the time to hulk out and tatiana she hulk goes yeah i guess that's i could do that her friend good as she is says you might want to take those expensive shoes off before you go uh, jump in a few sizes and she hulk comes out she quickly handles the situation shrinks back down to normal because she can control her transformation and says i think i'll give my closing remarks now post credit scene her and the hulk drinking beers on the beach all right <laughs> i have an odd question why did the hulk wear glasses I mean, Bruce Banner doesn't even wear glasses, so why was the Hulk wearing glasses? Because he's smart Hulk. How is he supposed to know he's smart Hulk if he's not wearing glasses, Jack? Exactly. Yo, but, but Bruce Banner doesn't even wear glasses, and he's smart. You know, I don't know, man. I think it just goes with the whole smart Hulk. It's a style choice. Does smart Hulk wear glasses in the comics? They don't. They don't have lenses. Is it smart? Is it smart Hulk gray? Yeah, originally. Yeah, but his glasses did have lenses in them no, because they, they cracked during the gratuitous fight the scene between him and She Hulk. What the was the point? All right. So I'm. Anyways, so Chris, what did you think of the content? I mean, I thought it was it was fun um, with an asterisk, right? We've seen this with Miss Marvel. We see with a lot of other things where the first episode will be fun, kind of like okay, it's cool, and then it gets into it, you're like, yeah, this is what this is. So, um, I, like I said, it's fun for the whole. Like I said, in the spoiler, it's fun for the whole family. But now the spoiler review, I'm throwing asterisks in there, like. I hope they don't just screw the pooch, like, you know, towards the end where it just falls apart, like the kind of these seasons have. Like, have to. See, I don't know if I don't know if you can mess up this content if it's like you know Law and Order or Jag or something like that. Then you're looking at episodic uh, court thriller episodes, crime thriller episodes, and I dig that content. And if you're looking at Marvel action adventure Hulk hulking out, then can't go wrong with that content. And it's Tatiana, so you can't go wrong with that. So what is she like the like like the commish where she like does stuff where she goes out and she's you know she's a lawyer but she does stuff on the side to go after the bad guys when the police doesn't do it or something like that? We don't know yet. We don't know. That's true. Yeah, uh, what's the departure from the comic versus the series? I mean, in the comic she does break the fourth wall a bunch. You know. I'm fine with the fourth wall being broken. I just I I just want really this episode did doesn't doesn't tell us how where the series is going to go and what the series is going to be. We just know she got to an accident. They ran to the uh, whatever cruiser. I forgot which one it was. A car. Yeah, it's a car cruiser. It's, does that have any impl- implications? Or they should completely ignore the fact that aliens came down and were trying to interact with the Hulk? Yeah, we just, well, know, but, just breezed right past that. It's like, no, well, I was confused why they out. didn't... Yeah, why didn't they get out of their ship and say, hey, you guys okay? Uh, hey, we actually... We, we're looking to try to talk to you, Bruce. What's, right. what's up, man? You're not in Hulk form? And, you know, we know that the Hulk... Well, we know that... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure we know that Nick Fury... That's where he is right now. So are we verging into the secret wars and this inconsequential content is trying to have consequence? Maybe. I mean, maybe. I hope so. Look, if they go into secret wars, that'd be cool. That Because that would be... 
the first time we've got a lot of misdirection in Phase Four, right? We thought Phase Four is all be could be all about the multiverse. We had Loki, we had Spider Man, and then Doctor Strange just kind of like kicked the multiverse to the curb. Mm-hmm. So I'm hesitant to say, yeah, you know, this is where these guys are going. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe they'll be cool if okay, because we know that uh, Titana, whatever the the, the the villain that shows up at the end, we know she's a big player at the end for, for in, in oh, Secret was she Wars. a big player? Because I yeah. didn't get that from that fight. Like, she well, just you pop through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> And then got beat real quick. Like what? Well, funny thing is, is what's it? Jamila. Uh, yeah, she was in she, a good place. She does a lot of comic stuff. She she ripped her butthole uh, filming that scene. She talks oh, about in her, in her in her paper magazine interview. How about that? Yeah, that's that's. that's gotta have been unpleasant yes i mean she does get a a punch in the uh, in the stomach pretty hard by she hulk so i guess if you butt's ever gonna rip it's gonna be from all (laughs) facts jack (laughs) i mean i don't know look we just take it we take it all this stuff with a grain of salt right because we don't know what's gonna happen we've been misdirected so many times before and watch you know watch after all this mephesto will pop out and be like oh look remember what we're teasing back in wandavision it's all coming together and blah 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 i've been here the whole time yeah who knows It, it feels I mean, very Disney Marvel. This one more than any of the other series, actually. This one feels uh, the way it's shot, the way it's dialogued, the um, the banter, and, and it makes me a little. It's it's to me. There's something unfortunate about Daredevil being reestablished here. Although I get the lawyer connection, that makes sense. Um, but it feels like this is not going to be the grittiest of dramas you know no it's not going to be no right is she even in new york what are we talking about because isn't uh no she's in cali because she drove she because she drove that that jeep first of all i guess i mean i guess she's a hulk i guess you could drive through mexico Eh, i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna keep like i still want to know what's going on with this ship like the ship came um maybe possibly to deliver a message who knows but i want to know like we just again they just breeze past that well, no, Banner, the ship. Banner said he knew. Banner yeah. literally said. He or, said we, sorry, he was like, say, oh. "Smart Hulk said they came to deliver a message to me." And he said, "He said he got, got to figure that out later." Right. So now he's having trouble locating them who were trying to locate him, but managed to locate them in the middle of a odd road. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And they just breeze through mad stuff. Like all of a sudden, now he figured out how to how to converge himself with the with the Hulk and become one consciousness. Like within, and that's a good that point. Happened, that that was going on in the last couple of uh, movies too. So yeah, that's not new information. What is new information is that his cousin's bloodstream metastasizes, uh, uh, yeah, metabolizes, yeah, or whatever. Right, faster. So he's actually able to heal his his Thanos snap, his Infinity snap. So his arm is now good. So he's at full Hulk strength, which is nice. But he had to be a boost um, batter to heal his his Hulk arm. Yeah, yeah. What kind of nonsense is that? Well, that's all right. Genetic makeup can't uh, pick or choose that stuff. So she is a superior version of him. Is is kind of what the content is leading us to? So because she's a woman and she's had all this stuff. And I can blah, do blah, blah. you can do. But I mean, that's not not so uncommon or heard of. When uh, Supergirl popped up in the comics, her powers exceeded Superman's, you know, until it got to the point where Superman finally said, listen, I've been holding back my entire life. You're like a <laughs> child who doesn't even realize the source of your power and you're just destroying whatever you want, thinking you're stronger than anything. But let me cut loose a little bit here and see what, what's real. So listen, I get that, and that's that's cool. I don't have a problem with that. My my concerns are more this. I guess I don't have any. I mean, honestly, I was hoping to enjoy the content, and I guess I enjoyed it for what it was. I'm not surprised. Um, I've been conditioned through Marvel and Disney over time now to expect very little story-wise, thematically, and I'm not expecting anything to really build off of the other things. 
What I was a little disappointed in is stuff like, you know, really though, wh- why is the Hulk wearing glasses again? So confused by stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that to me is just a real big indication of the content we're watching. It's people making choices not based on the character, not based on any of the content that was originally originally kind of got the ball rolling for them. The original Iron Man, the original, those those origin films, and then, you know, the first Avenger movie, which, like I said, I'd gone back and rewatched the first Avenger movie in uh, Endgame and Infinity Gauntlet. These movies are great, yeah. and we're just yeah. not in the same ballpark of the caliber of those films, storytelling and character development-wise. So we're getting people making choices like hey wouldn't it be kind of it'd be kind of fun to see the hulk in glasses wouldn't it and so that's the kind of content we're consuming now um, i mean i feel like at this point because correct me if i'm wrong like when they were going through the the iron man and everything like that they were just putting out stories and then just kind of made it all connect together at one point in time right i feel yeah, like it ish, right yes okay oversimplified like version of it but we'll take I mean, it you know, right i feel like at this point like you they they should know they should have a game plan and like really make stuff and have it all connect instead of seeming like it's all random well i well, think they have a game plan they're saying they have a game plan but these last shows that came out don't seem like they don't matter at all i mean that's the formula i think maybe this phase four is that you know this gonna be a big reveal that's gonna bring it who knows who knows you yeah know? i'm at a loss i mean my big the biggest thing that's happened for me was what the loki series was building to right and then for that to have no consequence and then for Doctor Strange to have no consequence. That's the biggest disappointment yeah. of Marvel. The well, biggest disappointment of Marvel. Yeah. Well, even uh, even the, the Eternals, no consequence. I'm watching these giant films have no consequence. You think I'm walking, I'm stepping into any of the series at this point? She-Hulk thinking that this movie's going to redefine the MCU for me. That's just, I know better at this point. So I'm just, just taking the content at face value, in which case I'm going, I, I can I can get behind this. I, I'm cool watching a courtroom drama. Yeah, if it's a yeah. action comedy thing. Yeah, it's I mean, be interspersed with some hulkishness. If if it's like a Law and Order where she goes and she kind of intervenes in the cases. You know, she fights the case in court and she fights the bad guys in the street as She-Hulk. I mean, that formula makes sense, right? And then yeah. We just watch each episode is a, is a, is a you know, is a new case and we just take it at that. Doesn't affect anything. Doesn't change anything. And I'm cool with that. It could, It's okay for it to be that. It's okay. But with Marvel, you never know. They might lead up to like, okay, we're building a secret war and... I, who knows? We, look, we just gotta we just gotta play play out and see how it goes. I guess honestly, it's my least favorite version of the Hulk, though. Like oh, I, so I love having the Hulk in the content. I love having uh, Mark Ruffalo. I almost like them better just as Banner. Fine, don't put the Hulk in the content. I like seeing the Hulk, but man, it's really my least favorite version of the Hulk. He's like he's like a, a dim-witted child who's supposed to be a an intelligent scientist, but right. he's not angry. And why did they fight? I'm so confused why they fought. Because she wanted to leave and he, he said no, and then... No, that's not why. Let me tell you why. It's the same reason they fought in Civil War. It's because they're like, ah, we gotta have the Hulk have a Hulk fight with the She-Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gotta have a... But, the fans are gonna love it. But they're, you, they're love you it. know what's they're cousins. It's not gonna be a real fight. It's like you fighting your little brother. You're not really. You're not throwing blows. You're just yeah. pushing and smacking around. Like you know, it's not a real fight. But yeah, it's just, it's just a little even, scuffle. But it didn't even spawn from a real source of conflict. That's my no. point. Like if no. there was a fight that ensued, and you're like, hey man, they're gonna th- wow. They're punching each other in the face. You know how you know how horrible it is to punch another person in the face. It's, yes, it's a really shitty thing to do to a person. And this is your cousin, and you're a Hulk punching like a Hulk who just happens to be a Hulk. But you're still punching, right? You know? uh, um, so you know, I guess what the other thing that's hard about talking about this episode, isolated from who knows what the rest of the season might be, is honestly not a lot happens. You, you could boil this thing down to like three sentences. You know, it's right. cousin turns into Hulk, goes through short trial period to learn how to be a Hulk, ends with court case. I mean, that's the whole. That's and she all does. The, and then she does some She Hulk stuff at the very, very end, and that's it. That's but it, we, you know but that? we don't know what the series is going to be. So I think before I know we usually give a rating of what it should be. We should give this one an asterisk because we don't know what it's going to be. Because this first episode could be completely different than what we're actually getting in the series. 
So I'm going res- to reserve my 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 number rating till we most likely we'll we'll revisit this again once the yeah. series is complete, and I want to reserve my number rating for that. So I think it'll be a TBD or an asterisk on this one for me. Yeah, you know I think that's fair. We don't know if we're looking at a courtroom action thing that's episodic. We don't know if they're about to get in one of those space cruisers and the whole rest of the series and even set on the planet. I, I doubt that's the case, but we don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'd say it was a little, uh, as an episode, as a pilot episode that's supposed to get you hooked, it may be a little uneventful, but it's whole content, which is fun for me. It was still fun. It was still fun. If someone say, like I still say, it was fun for family, everyone enjoyed it. I'd say watch it, but I don't know enough if I'm going to rate it based on this, because this episode could be nothing like the rest of the series. We've seen it before. Yeah, Rich? I I wouldn't I wouldn't rate it off of this first episode either. I would just wait. Um, honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that Daredevil was going to make a an appearance, and hopefully it's more than just an appearance, I probably wouldn't watch this. Yeah, but I'm not watching it for the Daredevil because I already know what version of the Daredevil they're going to give us. They're going to give us this version of the Daredevil. If anyone's walking into this content going, yeah, but wait till the Daredevil drops. Oh, you are setting yourself up, my friend, for some real disappointment because it is not that Daredevil. Dude, they already went on record saying, you know, Charlie Cox is such a versatile actor. It's really nice to see him be able to do something completely different with a role that we already recognize him in. Which should tell you that you should be expecting something completely different. This is the Daredevil who tells jokes. And not with his fits. No, put the finger guns away. Put them away. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so rating pending. Yeah. And um, anyone have any closing remarks? Sebastian, did you watch uh Sebastian, did you like did you like She Hulk? Yep. Do you like yep. it? Yep. There you go. You got a whole right. snake store. Okay. The, 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 you're not gonna pitch your snake <laughs> store now. Okay, go. Snake <laughs> store. Yeah. Well, there you go. Fun for the entire family. Sebastian, how old is Sebastian again? Four. Perfect content for a four-year-old. That should kind of be your answer to that. <laughs> so uh, that's our take on episode one of She-Hulk. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, tell your friends. If you didn't, tell your enemies. And Chris, you got any recommendations for us? That I do. You want to give me my little jingle, Jack? Saltier and saltier. <laughs> so I fit. Look, if you guys like, I would say sidekick because Shigo Hulk's not a sidekick, but if you like B list characters to have their own series, I got some stuff you should check out. Number one, check out Luke Cage. It was from the it was from the the, the, the Netflix universe. Awesome. Really, really, what you should do is you check out the whole Netflix catalog. Luke Cage, Punisher, Jessica Jones, and maybe if you have the stomach for it. Maybe Iron no, Fist. No. Are you kidding me? Iron Farts? You're just, that? Just to get the Defenders. Oh, just boy. to get the Defenders. Which was also kind of trash because they based that whole thing off of Iron Farts, who at the end of his season discovered he had a second fist, ladies and gentlemen. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then if he ha- if he ever got his season three, he would have realized he got feet. Come on. <laughs> You're recommending this content? And I'm Look, sorry, but... Luke Cage season, he had a season two, and that was trash. I like Luke Cage. Uh, well, you kind of have to, don't you? But it's my Awesome, Jack. That is the quote. Nice. With that, let me go to DC. Check out Young Justice. The first two seasons are fire. The new HBO Max seasons are meh. Check it out. Titans. Titans is cool. Check it out. Titans is cool, but the Batman, Bruce Wayne stuff is kind of... Yeah. Look, they're all beat. All the stuff is meh. It's all meh. (laughs) 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 All right. right. I I understand the list. I'm going to give you one banger from this that's kind of a secondary B-side sidekick cartoon which you should watch is Batman Beyond, where it's not Batman. They take a secondary character, create a new character, where you have your your main guys you're used to, they introduce someone new. And Batman Beyond does it perfectly. So check it out. So this is my list. Mostly Mac, one one certified banger on there. Love it. All right. Well... 
that's it. That's the show. Hope you enjoyed. If you enjoyed it, and honestly, if you made it this far, you probably like the content, so tell your friends. You can catch us on uh, Instagram, dropping content all day, every day. You can catch us on TikTok, and we got tons of content dropping on YouTube. If you like unboxing, some loose comic book reviews, some toy stuff, come check us out. Three brothers and a shot of milk. We're everywhere. Catch you next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Channel. All right. Have to like it because you're black. <laughs> <laughs>